and welcome everybody. I am Lindsay. And I'm Allie. And this is Two Girls One Podcast. And I'm glad you're tuning in because it's just us two girls and Matt and the podcast today. <laughs> hey, I, I'm here. <laughs> but and, it, and it's so unfortunate. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's great. And we're actually recording on the spookiest day of the year, <laughs> Friday, October the 13th. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't not. What are you guys doing for Jihad Day? <gasps> what? Allie. How could we not make jokes? <laughs> I don't e- wait, I literally don't even know. Is that a meme? Wait, is that a thing? Matt, sorry, you don't know? I'm so, it, it's I'm been so declared stupid. an international day of jihad by like one of the former leaders of Hamas. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, right. And we, I just <laughs> want to know what everyone's doing for jihad day. Yeah. I had a uh, coffee date with <laughs> a oh older <laughs> white man who during the coffee date, it was revealed that this idiot voted for Trump. And so I was like, oh, that wow, I got to go. feels appropriate for Jihad Day. Yeah. <laughs> this what, is a date what like a, a, like a, what a Tinder tragedy. romantic date or, or an old acquaintance? What 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 is this? It was a Tinder date, but it t- turned out not to be tender or romantic. <laughs> I don't think I, that's what Tinder guarantees, you know. I don't no. think that's what they're promoting. Yeah, it wasn't. Just, it wasn't actually Tinder. It was some other. Dating I want site. every. I want both of you and every single person to like go on a date and sit down. Like, hey, nice to meet you. So, uh, did you vote for Trump? No. Okay, great. This may continue. Go on. You know what I mean? Can I'm you do just that? Like, well, he, I usually suss that out before I go on mm-hmm, the date. So, Lindsay, mm-hmm. I have note. I'm usually like, <laughs> who's going out with me based on what you see on this profile, thinking that I'm going to be okay with this. Yeah, right. Honestly, I'm like, ugh, whatever. Yeah, but, but anyone who, look, if older, older, I hate white to say it, but if you vote for finance, Trump, you know, bro. your reasoning skills might be a little bit, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So, and and what's so funny is like, uh, these guys are always like. Well, I just wish people would stop talking about race. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't have to think about it if other people Mm. don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like not affecting you. But whatever. That was just, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, I cannot believe. And he's the one that brought it up. Like we could have totally passed time. How did you figure it out? He he was like, he said, I don't even know what we were talking about. Well, he was like, well, you don't like Biden though, do you? And I was like. I like him more than I like Trump. Uh-huh. And he was like, I don't. And I was like, sir, uh-huh. you want to talk about this. <laughs> and uh-huh. I want to now leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were, I don't even know what we were talking about, but we did not have to get into that. If he was like, maybe I'll be able to make out with this hot black lady. And yeah. Now well, then, so the nail to. hits the coffin. And then how much longer are you sitting there being like, I need to leave. I need to leave. Like, how do you get out? You just, you just like casually, like you finish your coffee all the way immediately is what I did. (laughs) Wow. This maple, this maple latte was delightful. And now I have to never talk to you again. Then you, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be rude because he wasn't being like, he was just horrible, but not like aggressively horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think your point is he was, he was alarmingly not a match, but not being rude in the moment. Right. Mm-hmm. He he was like, well, it's like, 
it's not like, I mean, do you think, oh, he's bad because he's a racist? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) One of many reasons. What? (laughs) And he's like, I don't think so. Like, why does everybody make it about race? And I'm like, sir, you know, that's why you brought it up. (laughs) And you could also just spread a bunch of documents on the table and be like, here's 91 felony counts. Yeah. Pick any of them. Yeah. He was like, well, it was just so ridiculous. And I'm just like, there's no reason to sort of engage. And they no. they get so defensive and they want to engage. And then they're like, we don't want to, I don't, I don't really want to talk about it. And I'm like, me neither, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I absolutely did not want to talk about it. And so then you just kind of wait for them to fizzle out on their own. They just won't stop talking until <laughs> they can't keep talking because you're not fighting with them. There's really mm-hmm. no reason to fight. And I just want to get away. You know what I mean? I'm like, this yeah. is going to be a waste of my time and energy. I'm waiting for it to be over. You wait for them to fizzle out. And then you're just like, well, I think I got to get something from CVS. So have a great day. Bye. <laughs> you know. So Allie, what is your operational playbook for sussing out before you actually get on the date? Is this a social um, media asking, recon job? Asking. It's pretty oh, asking on the pretty app. Simple. Okay. Pretty okay, easy, okay. pretty quick. Um, asking, uh, looking for clues, checking their social media, and doing mm-hmm. a video date instead of a real date. Right. Oh, God. I've got a system. And what question are you asking? Failed me. Are you are you point blank saying who did you vote for in, you know, twenty twenty? I don't know how this slipped by Lindsay. I feel like there are a lot of warning signs <laughs> before <laughs> I you well, I'm get not there. like I'm not like Allie. First of all, I'm black. So if you're like going out with me, I'm just assuming too much, obviously, mm. but mm-hmm. also I'm not, I don't have time for video dates. They're very uninteresting to me. And I oh God, don't feel so like quick. And, what do you mean? You don't have time. They're less I don't time feel like Lindsay. I learn anything from them. They feel like just an inconvenience. Oh, I've dodged so many bullets. Well, if <laughs> I hate using that phrase right now, you know what yeah. I mean? Even I've, though, I've done it before, but yeah. I, I, oh my gosh, speaking of dodging, uh, anyway, okay, I'm going to just say this last thing. It's that at least when you go out with someone, it, it like wasn't wholly unpleasant to me. He wasn't like a horrible idiot Trump supporter, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was just like, I'm white and rich, and so I need to maintain a conservative outlook or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so at least I got a free coffee out of it. Whatever. It's fine. Um, I, I Whatever. Anyway, speaking of dodging bullets... <laughs> I flew out of Atlanta uh, yesterday, but two days ago, there was a mass stabbing at the Atlanta airport. Did you guys read about this? (sighs) Nope. I was like, holy moly, Atlanta, you're wild. And my friends who who I grew up with, some of whom still live in Atlanta, were texting. We were on like a group text thread about it. And my friend is like, well, at least... When Lindsay flies out of the airport tomorrow, we know that she's got all those skills from years of dodging dodgeballs that dodge she balls. could she could dodge those stabs if she needs to. If they're to. throwing the knives, Lindsay's all set. <laughs> but I don't know about the rest of it. If them. they're running at me with one. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you want to get into that, but like, what the fuck? Uh, and was there is there a motive? Is this a, is this a I, hate crime? I read is this a very psychotic little. person? As in nothing about it. I saw the headline and was like, damn, that's crazy. And then Mm -hmm. I moved along Mm -hmm. because there's enough. There's so much bad news. Mm -hmm. There's just so much that sometimes as soon as I see a bad news thing, I look for a video of a dog doing something cute. Oh, 
Well, very nice. Yeah, there's a lot of cute dog costumes this year, like the UPS <laughs> worker one. Have you seen that? It's like, I feel like that's a perennial favorite. Yeah, love it. That love it. And they they have a an alternate of it where it's instead of holding a package, it's a Chucky dog costume, and it's holding two knives or like bloody scissors or something. <laughs> also hilarious. So, what are do, have you decided on your costumes? Yes, and I'm glad you said costumes plural, and I feel like you're talking to only me because well, I'm sorry, I, I was asking both of you. No, but, I but know. clearly you have multiple. So yeah, go on. I'm going to be Maleficent for uh, Disneyland's Oogie Boogie Bash, mm-hmm. and I'm also going to be a dragon because I bought a purple unitard and I have to utilize it. Okay, will you Allie? be doing any dragon role play in uh, on the internet? You know, that. I should ask Toy Dragon for some tips because <laughs> hopefully someone will approach me and want me to be a hot, sexy dragon for them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like specifically. So mm-hmm. looking into it. Allie, yep. what are your costumes? Um, I was thinking of going as Barbie, but like a barbecue. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> a barbecue. Like wear like a grill and like a shrimp and be like, I'm Barbie. Yep. Yep, I was gonna. I was hoping you'd have the shrimp on there and chef's kiss. I think Thank that's what much. I'm gonna do. But do let's be phone. honest: the only thing I've been doing this week is freaking out and reading news about the Middle East. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. the only thing that mm-hmm. has been happening, which I feel is the real Halloween. And you know, we discussed not getting into it, but I also just want to say that's the only thing I'm doing right mm-hmm. now. Um, it's not productive. It's not good. It's not. Um, I'm not. It's not. It's not helpful for anybody. But it is what I'm doing. And then I try to get work done. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> That's an update. It, 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 here's a yeah. question. Without, it, without getting into the weeds on it, and, may, and maybe this is a bad idea, but what I'm sh- struggling most with is discussing the, to- the issue and the news with other people in, in friend and family circles. Because I feel I'm encountering people who like friends who are like, I'm on Facebook and it's so bad and so horrible and this and that. And I'm like, you should just be looking at news about the geopolitical situation. I agree. I think what has been way more upsetting to me is not the news. It's going on social media and seeing people who I consider friends being like, well, Israel has mandatory conscription and therefore they're not civilians. And I'm like, that's your hot take the day after people are slaughtered at a music festival. Mm, Got mm, it. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a very big advocate of like both sides are fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, the attacks on Saturday, atrocious. Israel's response gonna be even worse, you know. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Already already has been. it's just everything is so it's, I just feel like we're in a horrible time loop. Like it nobody feels is like- sane and nobody knows what they're talking about. I majored in Middle Eastern studies and I will also acknowledge a very long time ago. So I feel mm. like I know more than the average person mm-hmm. and I still only mm-hmm. know about 2%. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then people are doing their hot takes. You know what I will say though, just to uh, close it up on a happy note, which is that I have a friend from college, Lindsay, I think you know him too. He is born and raised in Ramallah, Palestinian. And I'm seeing vile takes from like Muslim friends, but my friend who was actually born and raised in Ramallah 
he's an incredible person. I finally heard from him yesterday. All he's doing is talking about peace. He's now looking for an Israeli co-founder for his next startup. I mean, he's an incredible human. And wow. it lowered my blood pressure by like 3,000%. And last night was the first night that I slept in, in since this has happened. Wow. Yeah. And I literally think it's because of him. Like, he's Aww. just an incredible person. And yeah. I was so upset by everyone's fucking dumbass take you know yeah shout people, out people to being that. like people being like those babies weren't beheaded and i'm like i don't that, how is that they're still there i don't care how they were killed they yeah. are verified killed you know mm-hmm. like and people are posting this like within hours of the attack people being like well israel deserves this and i'm like i don't understand how we can't get behind all of us the idea that it, yeah. everything that Hamas did on Saturday is atrocious and Israel's response is going to be horrible. That, Israel's stop. response has already been horrible, though. Everybody should be <laughs> on board with that. Yeah. yeah. The, like, the the thing that is super upsetting, and we really were like, we're not going to talk about this because we're not going to... It is, but well, we're, is, it is what it is. Yeah, is that, like, the number of people that have been killed in Palestine is already the same number. As it's yeah, like, no, it's gonna and, be so much. That's the other thing sure. that makes me mad about my friends who are like, "Free Palestine." This is what resistance looks like. I'm like, "This is what resistance." That is not looks what resistance like. looks like. No. Yeah, that's my point. I'm like, "Yeah," and this that's is not- gonna be. Anyone with a brain knows this is going to be so bad for Palestine. And yeah. if you support Palestine, you should be condemning this is not what these you attacks because they're not going to be helpful. This sure. is going to be as helpful at bringing democracy and solutions as the Arab Spring, which did oh so much. I remember when people were like, "Oh my God, the Arab Spring is amazing." It's uh, people are speaking out across the Middle East and now there's going to be democracy everywhere. And I being the only one of all these people who had spent time in Egypt and Palestine and Israel was like, there's no way this is bringing any good. This is just going to create a power vacuum. That's well, and that's what happened. This is going to be as successful as the Arab Spring. It is well, not going to be successful. Like, if you support Palestine, you should not support anything that has happened in the last week. There's just, there's also just no seemingly way forward. So it's like, right. All of this is very, very bad, but pre this, it was also very, very bad. And people are just feeling like they need to choose sides, which is also very, very bad. Like Jamie Lee Curtis yes. posted a picture of children oh who God. were oh like God. bleeding and fleeing. And it was like, oh, this is so heartbreaking watching this happen to children. Like I stand with Israel, but she had posted pictures of Palestinian children. <laughs> and when Iron someone Man, raised, yeah. And right. when someone raised the, the clarity to her that this is what she had posted, she took it down instead mm-hmm. of saying, this right. is still very, very tragic and sad. Yeah. So it's just like, if you are on the outside, stop speaking out when you don't know what's going on, start listening and start humanizing both sides to yourself. Mm -hmm, There was mm -hmm. a, a, I think it's been shared very widely and many people probably seen it, but there is an Israeli author who was like, if you want to know what's going on, read a Palestinian author, because if Mm. you are a Western person looking at this video, you've probably already read some Israeli authors and you probably Mm. have not Mm, read a Palestinian author. And so I like, I literally checked out a book by a Palestinian author. And like, these are the ways to sort of get yourself connected to what is going on when Mm -hmm. we're starting from so far away and from such one-sided information, which is, you know, what, what we have in, in this country, especially in the U S. So I just think the, the biggest thing we can do moving forward is humanizing both sides to yourself and looking at everyone who is being affected by this, 
horrible strife in Israel and Palestine as people. And that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to do. I love that note about the Israeli author saying to go read a Palestinian author. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. people on the ground doing incredible piece work, and that's the stuff that we should be highlighting and supporting in normal times. You know, that's... This, this, but yeah, there's yeah, this is this is not what resistance looks like. But anyway, and piecework, yeah. piecework can be, hey, I'm on the ground funneling, you know, food and water to people. And piecework can also be starting a business with people from both uh, territories, oh God, or so reading reading yeah. li- literature or takes from both, you know, pl- cultures. Um, that is that it is striking me now in this moment that that is also important piecework that may not solve it tomorrow, but could yeah. solve it, you know, could lead to it'll understanding. Do, it'll be way more effective than what's happening now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Good. Yeah. 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 I mean, the Palestinian cause is not trying to be forwarded by Hamas. People conflating the two is one right. of the biggest problems. Yes. Like the Hamas attacks the timing, the day they did it, there's no goal besides pain and hatred. There's just mm-hmm. no goal besides those two things when you look at what was done. So it's mm-hmm. not like, oh, this is for Palestine. It was not for Palestine. It was for hatred and inflicting pain, and that was That's it. my main issue with the the taking sides, as uh, I think Ali said, or, or maybe Lindsay, like, like there are many sides. There aren't just two sides because there are governments and terrorists, and then there are civilians, and all of them have different, they're going to result in different consequences and and relationships to the conflict. And I love what you're saying about human, you know, let's humanize mostly here the civilians who I would assume most of them just want to live their fucking lives. They're not entangled in the terrorism or the, uh, the government policies that have, you know, brought us here. Um, so it's, yeah. it's crazy complicated, Agreed. obviously. So I think I'm going to go as a Barbie, but like a grill. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love this. But Um, honestly, I have not given it any thought. And I... I, and I love Halloween. I need to. It's a great costume, but it. then you have you have a little work to do if you want to make that uh, happen, mm, right? You, Which you is got this. Pain in the I ass. believe in you. I, I, I think that's very very doable. Someone you know has a shrimp stuffed animal, right? Come on, and I could get that on Amazon, no problem. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, get it. We're ready. <laughs> I would um, like to see a. I would like to see a graph of like the the Amazon purchases on October twenty uh, eighth or whatever, where it's like <laughs> yeah. shit. Order this bullshit Ruby's fucking piece of I shit costume. I would actually costume. love to see like the way Pornhub has data. I want to see the yes. data of like the cost, the, tr- the trends on Amazon leading up to Halloween. Like yeah, how absolutely. many nurses, holiday, how many Christmas. little kittens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, agree, agree, agree. Oh, someone should do that. <laughs> I'm anyway. sure they do. Someone's already doing well, that. Well, people who uh, work at Amazon certainly keep that close to the chest. I assume. Interesting. Uh, Why? Just be like, hey, this is trending. You should get it. Uh, I feel like I have bought more Halloween themed things this September and October than ever. I bought like eight pillow throw pillows that say like (laughs) trick or treat, Sanderson (laughs) Candle Company. You know, like what is wrong with me? It was uh, I'm 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 borderline unwell. And when I get Mm -hmm. back and assess what I've done, some of that (laughs) shit has got to go back. It's crazy. Unwell. It's fine. It's fine. What is your decorating vice? Is it Halloween? Is it is there other other like do you care about that? Because as as I'm getting older, I'm really not caring about decorating for holidays anymore. I could 
Oh. I like having a real Christmas tree a lot. That's important to us. The rest to can us, go, this, go to hell. To us, the Jews? To us, the Jews? <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't consider myself to be Jewish. I'm not religious uh, at all. So uh, we celebrate secular Christmas in our I home. I love that. Because it's fun. It's the fun thing yeah. that we do. It has nothing I to love, do with religion. I love taking in all of the holidays. I think I've told you this before. I had a Purim St. Patrick's Day party one year where we made green nice. Hamantaschen and everybody dressed up. Uh in green is fine. <laughs> and I've also... That is so niche. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I just like taking every, like doing all of the fun parts or even the, the challenging parts. Like I like fasting for Ramadan and participating in Lent, you know, it's just like, it's a group thing. We're like, people are doing this together. We're going mm-hmm. through something. We're sharing in an experience. So I hey, like hey, that. You know it's nice to live in a multicultural country and especially in multicultural cities like uh, yeah. LA and, and New York and such. It's yeah. nice to have friends and family who are all across this cool spectrum. Yeah. What agreed. A, what a, what a but fall is definitely my favorite as this, I, I, did I tell you all about my Burning Man boyfriend? I have a Burning Man boyfriend. Yes, of course you We're did. Still friends. What's, what's the latest? We're still texting, whatever, whatever. But he was like, yeah, dude, I think that fall is your favorite holiday season and why are you not dating we're we're not not dating but like we don't live in the same place and we're not going to see each other until november i don't know but you know in three months you might be invited to the wedding who knows the world is crazy all right all right (laughs) it's a great origin story if it happens agreed agreed then we'll get married on playa so hot (laughs) (laughs) literally yeah. <laughs> it's really funny that you love fall because like it's not actually a thing in LA. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I, I like- love fall in LA though. I love it. I love it. I'm like, wait, we can do all the fall things, but it doesn't get cold. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also <laughs> yeah, it's delightful. I've been on the East Coast for most of October and it is delightful over here as well. We're doing okay here because usually it's like, it's like, oh shit, it's really starting to get chilly, but we've had a, a lot of like, is it still summer kind of days like yeah. in October and, and I'm here for it. It's just despite. barely sweater weather now. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. Um, well, if we're just sharing news, I was on NPR yesterday ooh, and um, about, yeah. It's been very interesting the amount of like press. Sorry, was that um, the the liberal state owned media outlet NPR? Is that yeah. what Duh. you mean? Got it. Okay. Um, cool. Just well, it was an NPR affiliate, and it's interesting because a lot of press is really interested in this comedians versus AI show, which I've only done twice and haven't put up in months. And I'm like, fuck, it's such I really a good need headline. To put it up Everyone wants. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's exactly. a it's a clickable. So headline. I've been looking into theaters, but it's been really tough because the number of theaters that can handle the tech, even though from it, it's actually very simple. Like I'm not asking the theaters to run anything AI related, but mm-hmm. I have to be able to project from two different sources and theaters are running in the nineties. It's so ironic. So I've been trying mm. to find a theater okay. and I really need to get it together. And I found one that can do it, but they also are very are expensive. Kind of, yeah, they're expensive. Uh-huh, and it's uh-huh. like, you know, I'm used to door deals where it's like, you know, maybe you take 25% of ticket sales yeah. They would be taking like over 50 and I'm like, Whoops. is that worth it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You yeah. need to get a sponsor. Right. Yeah. How does like, that all work? There's so many like AI companies now that. Oh, but I mean, oh. I guess since you're trashing AI. <laughs> yeah. But you need one that ki- that acknowledges that like, hey, we're not there yet. And this is yeah. really funny. It's a good hmm. idea. I, I had a good idea. Yay. We did it. Yay. Also, friends, my show is 
going up tonight, Monday and Wednesday. So if you live in the New York area, New York City, baby, come to see Letters to the Boys I've Never Kissed at the Under St. Mark's Theater. Tickets it's are a very good show. I can vouch scale. for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have a time machine and you can go back in time to tonight, which is Friday the 13th, then you can see the first show. But <laughs> or if, not, if you're listening to this on Monday and you're free tonight, mm-hmm. Monday night, uh, you could come or come on Wednesday, nine o'clock. I'll put a, I'll put a link to tickets in the show notes here. In the show uh, notes. Also, y'all. Lindsay sends it to me. Allie and Matt, did you read in the Discord that one of our listeners was work, worked on the satellite that just went into space to explore the asteroid psyche? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's fucking cool. I need to hop uh, into the Discord and do what everybody loves most, which is when I uh, reply to things that are month old. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually everybody looks forward to when you do do that. <laughs> uh, shout out to Billy West, who uh, works, you know, in co- for or in conjunction with NASA in some capacity. We've yeah, talked about Yeah, he's the one who sent me that. all my... Um, all my stickers of earth that says not flat, not flat. We checked and I love them. Yeah. And I have them on my mirror in my bathroom and on my windowsill. I have a not flat. We checked sticker. So I, good. I, here, this, this actually brings up a question that I, I want to ask Billy West uh, in our discord. So I will do that directly, but maybe it'll uh, spur some conversation here. I, ha- I have encountered people in, in life, friends and family who are like, well, maybe we, we should, if only we spent that money sending rockets, we should spend it here on Earth. And they're not conservative people or fiscal whatever people. They're just, they just generally don't perceive the value in like scientific discovery because it costs a lot of money, but it, like compared to like the defense budget or fucking Medicare subsidies or corn subsidies, it's fucking nothing compared to those programs. And I guess my question is like, what do you think about that? And also, I really want something smart to say to those people. And I I don't feel like I'm smart enough to be like, science is important and we should explore the universe because it has led to important things. You know know what I mean? Does that make sense? Well, this particular rocket was very expensive, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it's going to be like a decades long mission. So Mm -hmm. it's hard to know. It it was like over $800 billion, but that's kind of like $8 billion a year, which in the scheme of like the defense budget is not as much, you know? it's, it's It's tough because I wish that budgets would be reimagined worldwide right like the amount that we invest in like some dumb app that does nothing like the yo app remember (laughs) they got like a million dollars right so it's just like i wish that there were like money for what is the yo app science you can only text yo app back and forth i can't we can't stop i'm just saying you know or theranos which was completely fake and got like a billion dollars in funding like i just wish we could like reimagine how we spend money completely because i also think like science takes getting to do their science is not bad for the world you know what i mean yeah right right yeah but also to distinguish between you know commerce and capitalism people can you know stupid money can go around for stupid things but i guess it's more like hey government money uh, we have x dollars to spend in a country to fund things for the country. How much should we spend on healthcare? How much should we spend on space rockets? How much should we spend on tanks? You know, and, and obviously that should all be readjusted, but I don't know. 
I'm, I will ask this of Billy West and see what. I wish I could what, go uh, back in time responses. and figure out how to incentivize people outside of a financial structure. Right. You know, it's right. like money is bad. I just want everybody to be able to do what they enjoy and what they're good at. At both things, because sometimes what you're good at isn't what you enjoy, but there has to be some way to incentivize people to do that, you know, and then allow them to do what they enjoy as well. Ugh. I feel like we've talked about it here. If 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 basic needs are provided by a global or a governmental system, food, shelter, health care, uh, then then do whatever the fuck you want. You know, if we just can cover those bases, which we can afford. Yeah. I know that like women are corrupt too, but I am like sort of in the <laughs> camp at this point where I feel like if women ran the world, like things would be better. 100. Like they wouldn't be perfect, but like they would be better. It's hard and to disagree. It's hard with to that know, concept. but yeah, it's it's hard to disagree that it would be better. Like it it would have to be better because well, this is bad. The, We're in a bad timeline. One of the groups that I've found and I've been following is there's a women mothers. There's an Israeli and Palestinian mothers group that gets together in marches and like. That's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm probably never going to be a mom. That's a-okay. I don't think I want it. But I love that these moms, Palestinian Israeli, are getting together to march. That is that is a mom-only solution. Is there a dad group doing that? I don't think so. <laughs> well, okay, I have a question about this. Like, if... We, I want to believe that women, as a as a species, are are generally more forward thinking and caring and nurturing or whatever. Well, there's a lot of reasons. I think women are raised to be that way. We're told, you know, boys don't cry. Blah 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 blah. So I'm not yeah. trying to necessarily shit on men, but I do no, kind no, of no, think no, that no, if women no, ran things, it would yeah, yeah. be overall better. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that statement. But then, in the last five years, you kind of see like all these toxic. Uh, moms for Liberty groups and like I guess what oh, I'm that's true. That's true. I guess that's I'm true. wondering are there of more course was run by a woman. <laughs> so that's, a like, weird, that's a weird but that's I a weird also anomaly. think that those people were more heavily influenced by the patriarchy and capitalism than right. by that's, yes. female influence. Well, so we have, a, we have an overall problem with education. So maybe it has nothing to do with men or women. We just need to start teaching empathy it's in schools systemic, instead of calculus. It's a systemic yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't but, know. God, I mean, why did have, I learn about sine and cosine? I've never used them. Wow. Really? throwback and yo if anyone in here is in <laughs> high school you'll what's literally like? never use sine and cosine ever again <gasps> no don't tell unless, them unless wait you but, go into math what about the difference or, between a scalene and an isosceles triangle that it, was useful that is useful to know <laughs> when you're building your ikea furniture it's good to know um but those things you you need to learn them because you need to learn how to think it's it's good to learn how to think about things that are difficult and yeah. so that is why that's why I'm you kidding. learn it but you won't need to use it so like sine don't stress out like whatever if I you never get it who go cares sine and cosine just be like i'm useful i'm useless information <laughs> that's, a, that's a good uh couple's costume <laughs> sine cosine you then you have a baby and you it's ready? tangent the baby's you tangent you ready you and me Do it. yes i love it okay uh Wait, I had another thought about, oh, 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 have you, have either of you read the book Half the Sky? It's like, yes. an old, okay, mm, it's really know. good, but it, it makes a good argument, like anecdotally and statistically for women being better at leading communities safely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's great, but you know, also has its own point of view. So like you can't, you know, can't 
take everything as full throated, the correct thing, but Mm -hmm. it is, it does make an excellent argument for women being the safer choice. (laughs) I think about it from evolutionary psychology point of view, almost always. And that almost always brings me back to communal living, like families and extended families living together, raising children communally, meaning it's not nuclear families. It's like this kid can go to this parent. Yeah. I mean, it is the way humans evolved. And then the 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 sort of separation and capitalization um, is the problem. There was an amazing Ezra Klein episode about this. And what I love so much about it is that my friend Nathan sent it to me and he resonated with it as a married man with two kids. And I resonated with it as or it resonated with me as a as a single woman because Mm, um mm -hmm. because it is about the atomization of society and like being told Mm -hmm. to pursue your dreams but then you end up really far from family and it's you and your wife and your Mm. kids and you have to pay for childcare and all this other stuff and then right and but then it also covered people like me who are looking into communal living and living in a house with adults Lindsay has my dream yeah i she's already doing it living that dream i am yeah i am looking into it well, I might have to, if I have a kid, I'll probably have to leave because <laughs> nobody in that house wants a kid in the house. They don't want the, a kid. And then thinking about a kid in the house, I think stresses them out. So you can have my spot when I, when I, okay, move along. you're hitting at it, which is like, these are great. I love these aspirations and it's always market forces that fuck it up or prevent that from being a reality, to, which yeah. is probably the point of what you're talking about, the, the point of this podcast. Yeah. And that is just sad that that's getting back to what Lindsay said of like i don't think it has to be this way i don't think this is inevitable this is a result of um history and choices and yeah yeah man i I don't know what's gonna happen if it's gonna be a giant meteor a total systems failure but i think the financial system needs to crumble and then everything else will yeah, Israel and Palestine are fighting over this tiny bit of land, and I'm like, climate change is going to get us before they even solve that. Oh, sure. a- absolutely. Are you kidding? Peace, peace in the Middle East is all I've ever heard like my entire life. <laughs> right. And Growing I'm like, up, I oh don't think it's possible. Like yeah. these people have been fighting over this part of the land for centuries, and I just don't think it's going to happen. Because here's the thing: Israel is never going to want a free Palestine. It just doesn't, no matter what they say, like that government and, and here we are fighting the same bad guys, Netanyahu and Putin are still in power. What is this? Am I in the fifth grade again? What is happening? I'm so confused Mm -hmm. as to how, well, a lot of Israelis are, are, you know, the, well, the really sad thing about Saturday's attacks is how many peace activists, there's a really renowned peace activist who goes to Gaza every week, bringing Gaza's, you know, Palestinians in from Gaza to Israel to receive health care in Israel because that health system is so bad in Palestine right. for many obvious reasons. And I mean, she's she's a member of every peace organization. Apparently, she's renowned in Israel as a peace activist, and she mm-hmm. is one of the hostages in Gaza. And yeah. to me, that is the saddest part. I mean, there's yeah. so many people, the way we hate Trump, there are so many people that are against Th- that's, Netanyahu. I keep going oh, to that. Yeah. Uh, Ali, do you, I'm not, I'm not asking for statistics, but my question is like, did the majority of people in Israel vote for a hardline government or is it a vocal minority the way like most people did not vote for Trump in this country, but we still got Trump? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Israel is also very polarized because there are it's a very secular society and simultaneously very religious enclaves. Sure. And so yeah, there's yeah. this real 
dilemma and you know crazy yeah uh, but you know a lot of there are people that are you know marching against the against the occupation and against netanyahu all the time right and those were the actions that we needed there were protests recently about some things i don't remember exactly what it was but netanyahu is trying to basically dismantle democracy and dismantle privacy right has more of a say yeah right and people were protesting about that nightly and those were the things that needed to continue Sure. Um, without getting too conspiracy minded, some of the theories I've read, this is cons- just just full disclosure. This is not backed. This is just theories, but that like Putin wants to divert American resources from Ukraine. And so like that mm. Putin has a hand in it. And Jesus. of course, people are saying that Iran has a hand in it. Yeah. And, you know, I would not be surprised by those things. Oh, um, I won't be surprised. Which is funny because it's like Israel and Palestine actually have a lot in common because they're both used as pawns, you know. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, layers of geopolitical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to end on a dark note, but I will also strongly dissuade you or anyone to look at this subreddit. But it is r slash collapse, which is <laughs> just articles, it, articles of news it. of like, yep. Uh, we all have microplastics in our body. Science confirms it. Yep. Uh, global warming, unstoppable at this point. Like, it's just news after news article after news article about, like, yeah, this is indicating that a global collapse of society. And, like, it's like a car crash. It's very hard to look away from it sometimes. It, it I don't know if we would want to, like, interview someone from that as a community, but. I would. Uh, we talk it's, about it's it a there. lot. We should do it yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, on, It's on my mind. I I absolutely think that the sign that global like everyone's worried about societal collapse isn't that why Rome the Roman civilization is like trending it's like what are you thinking about right. Roman civilization I don't know where that started No but- I know but like yeah I, I I want to learn about and there's tons of scholarship and books of like hey this colonial power from 2000 years ago was the biggest thing ever the globe has ever seen and then goodbye they and vanished it why died. did that happen yeah you know You're it's like, fascinating yikes. <laughs> yeah like will will historians 1000 years from now being like 2020 that's when it all started and here we are you know what i mean i, I feel like or we're in, we're in will they time. be dressing like us and getting drunk at parties i don't oh, know there you go too that too probably both that too all right well you heard it here women should run the world and we are ousting matt if you agree hop into our discord discord.gg slash 2g1p i'm ready to Um, go i'm I'm retiring (laughs) wait can you can you kick me out but then publicly we say i I have decided to retire to spend more time with my family yes can i put that on twitter yes on on x X. you can put it on x excuse me so sorry excuse you you are not excuse okay um please 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 this this production is independent now so patreon.com slash 2g1p and thank you so much we've had an increase in in patrons which has been wonderful welcome new patrons thank you so much um and we also would love to hear from you. You can call us. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. Just to be clear, nobody answers, so don't get nervous, but automatically it sends you to a voicemail, and we love hearing them. You can also email us, 2G1podcast at gmail.com. And I am at Allie underscore Goldie, A-L-L-I underscore G-O-L-D-I. 
across social media. And I am at the Lindsay Life, T-H-E-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-L-I-F-E across all platforms. Tell us what you're going to be for Halloween. We love you and bye. Thanks. <laughs>